Media. How are you doing, everybody? The Chet Calvick Podcast Network. Prepare to be amazed. Prepare to laugh. Prepare to be offended. Go f*** yourself. But most of all, prepare to be entertained. Chet Kopic, Jeff Vegas. This is Unscripted and In Your Face. Welcome once again, boys and girls. Uh, the time has come for you to gather around and listen to uh, Uncle Chester and Uncle Pinker right here on Unscripted and In Your Face, brought to you by our marvelous friends in American Taxi, Unscripted and In Your Face, uh, chosen the winner of the Tony Awards. Yes. Uh, it, did, did you did you watch the Tony Awards? By the way, not at all. I don't watch it. Nonsense. Who watches the Tony Awards? Uh, women. And well, you qualify. It's, <laughs> it, it, it's it's Grandpa Chester and Uncle Pinker. It's Grandpa Chester and Uncle Pinker. You know, don't be a wise guy. No, no, no. I, I'm not really in all that good a mood it's to too begin bad. with. Every time we turn around, you're not and a good by the way, I want to mention something. No, I wish I wish we were on video. Yeah. So that people could see your official Tony uh, Accardo shirt. Uh, Joey the Clown Lombardo, mm-hmm. Tony Big Tuna Accardo. Uh, mob, a black and white shirt. At least shirt. I got a full head of hair like uh, Tony Carter. I mean, uh, Joey Lombardo. I'm telling you, if you were at that Melrose Park today, you could probably run for mayor. I'm going to Berwyn after this. Hey, now, oh. listen, now look, Chet, here, here's the deal. Speaking of uh, events, we need to have a little intervention this morning on your... your you can mess around with the paper. On your on your people, your your, your lady pickup skills. I mean, what has gotten into you? I mean, is it, I've used to be the smooth, dashing, talking Chet Kopic. We're at this event on Monday night. First of all, I do give you credit for one thing. You had this arm around abroad. It didn't slip for 45 minutes. You had it right above her ass. No, she was uh, very flirtatious. No, yes. What was her name? Jackie. It's almost your first names only. This little story about Jackie, Jackie and no, Diane. Uh, Jackie. Now, um, you know, I was around you, and you're like, hey, 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 hey what's going on? What's going on? You want to go to Aruba? I mean, within 10 <laughs> seconds, you're pitching about going to Aruba. How about a, coffee, a cup, cup of coffee, a drink, a cigar, whatever? Now, one thing you didn't notice, okay, and this is what it killed you. Did you notice when she walked away, the broad had cankles. You know what cankles are? They're like piano yeah, legs. Yeah, so when, she, ugly, when, she, when she walked away, it dawned I, on me. I was going to puke that, on myself. That she had calves like Brian Urlacher. She had calves starting from her arms down like Brian Urlacher. This is attractive to you? And it, well, no, I was just to hate. Listen, it was your party. It was your coming out party at Myron and Phil's legendary joint for uh, the Pinker Cigar. Cankles. I thought she was one of your friends, and I'm just trying to be a nice sure guy were. and schmooze her. You could have, we had about 75 people. The whole place could have eaten on one of her legs, okay? They could have been carnivorous. I mean, no, I no never... the whole party could have eaten one of her legs and survived for the next 75 days. <laughs> I I never seen anything like it in my life. Well, she Facebooked me uh, saying ah. uh, saying you left very abruptly. No, she left you very abruptly. I thought she you, she Facebooked you. Nobody, but nobody leaves. Yeah, Chet Kopic very Folks, abruptly. Believe me when I take tell Channel you. Five for example. <laughs> How's that Aruba trip going? Have you found hey, by that? the way, have you seen the hideously ugly Toyota sign at Cubs Park? No, I don't even watch any, any, uh, anything. God, I don't. I don't. Pinker, it I, is just. I will. This this beautifully pristine ballpark where the where the urinals with, are just revolting. With Toyota that being signs. Said, that being said, you've got this massive Toyota sign uh-huh. blocking the uh, Horseshoe Casino sign uh, on the roof out beyond uh, Waveland Avenue. It absolutely it, it's it's such an eyesore 
that if Pablo Picasso was alive today, he probably would uh, overdose on Valium. He'd be I, so disgusted. You know what I just cannot get over, and maybe it's my age now, I cannot go over the undying loyalty for some of these teams, especially the Cubs. The other night, last Tuesday night, my good friend, you've met him on my show, Tom Jarris, once a year he has a, one of these rock and roll party buses that he uh, takes everybody up to... Um, you know, to Miller Park, which happens to be a nice park. Lovely park. And I get on the bus, and everyone's about our age, you know, middle-aged folks, and they got the Cub gear. Right away, I go right into insulting You know, wine people are nerds. I don't know if you ever noticed that. No, overall, they got the cork stuck up their ass. I mean, I've never seen... Well, what about cigar people? For no, instance? they're fun. They're fun people. They are. Cigar people are awesome. The wine people, meh, they have to have a certain glass. They have to... I don't know if you know this. You take your bottle of water there. They call the, uh, they call the holding the, the particular Well, bottle. you know what that reminds me of? Holding it by the punt. Jeffrey Jacobs, who at one time was my agent was Dobra's and then later uh, represented uh, Dobra. Dobra. Yeah, um, we're at uh, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. This would have been around eighty-two to cover uh, qualifying. Mm-hmm. Jeff had never been to Indy, so you know we and, and Jeff always did everything. I will say first class. Okay, we we rented a suite in the Hyatt Regency. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get done with first day qualifying. Did he have any broads? Um, oh yeah, Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is the unscripted. <laughs> yes. All right, so go ahead, but. We go to this restaurant called the Glass Chimney, this incredibly beautiful French How restaurant. Go from the party in bus Carmel, to the Indiana. Glass well, I'm, I'm I'm leading you to to your point. Jeffrey always thought of himself as a wine connoisseur. Uh, Between you and I, he didn't know a freaking bottle of Thunderbird from a, a freaking bottle of uh, uh, Oaks, 10W40 motor oil. Okay. For God's sakes, they're both the so same. So we go in, and I'm starved. I've worked all day long. I've interviewed Bobby Unser and this guy and that guy. Mm-hmm. All I want to do is eat and maybe have some fun. Jeffrey orders Poulet Fousset to bring out the wine, and he goes, um, I think it should be chilled about three more degrees. Yes. And I, and I looked at him, and I said, I said, who are you, Julio Gallo? Well, we, we go to this thing, and I... <laughs> Whatever happened to Julio Gallo, by the way? But, I, I don't know. His grandsons are probably smoking dope and having a ball in California. <laughs> I mean, oh. out in the Gallo country. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to the game, and thank God they lost. I mean, by thank God, because I'm embarrassed now and insulted the whole crew, all these idiots wearing. You and I talked about this, uh, middle-aged males wearing jerseys of any yeah, sort, yeah. Well, Cubs, Sox. And there, there, there is a cutoff point. Yes. Okay, what was at, it? At the, age, at the age of Eight. 51, you're only allowed to wear retro stuff. Fifty-one. I mean, if you're, if you're seventy, before. if you're seventy-two years old, and you're wearing uh, a Kosuke Fukudome jersey, there is really a case of bona fide arrested development. And the Cubs, and it just, I just said, sit there and giggle. They're head one nothing in the eighth, <clears throat> bottom of the eighth. Talk about a, a boring game. And you know what gets me about the Cubs too? They couldn't care less. They don't have. They're dead from the neck up. They really are. Bottom of the eighth, uh, the first pitch, someone hits a home run. Top of the ninth, the Cubs are ahead through the water. We're going to the bottom of the ninth. And, of course, Carlos Marble blows it, and the Barbers <laughs> win through to two. And, and, uh, and he, the ironic part was the Milwaukee Brewers, they got nothing going in their life up there, the fans. They're screaming like they just won the World Series. They have a worse record than the Cubbies. Mm-hmm. It's just baseball's terrible. It's terrible in this time. Well, let me tell you something about uh, about baseball. Do you realize what the Blackhawks winning the Stanley Cup championship has done? It's changed the pecking order in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Now, here are your teams, one through five. I know you're going with the one, Bears. the Bears, because gambling drives pro football and people gamble. Number two, the Cubs, because they're still a sex appeal ticket. Number three, knocking on the door very close, actually two-way, the Blackhawks. Followed by the Bulls, 
desperately in search of a free agent. Five, the White Sox, they cannot get arrested. But the Blackhawks winning a Stanley Cup. All of our majors have now won world championships during the so-called modern era, mm-hmm. except, you know, the 102-year-old uh, famine over on uh, let me, over on Clark and Edison. Let me, let me there th- is now pressure on the Cubs, and their fan base pressure. is going to be even less acceptant we'll than see. it has been. We'll see. Now, speaking of the Blackhawks, we have talked on this broadcast, I have talked on my Live and Large show, over, 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 and over again, how classy hockey players are. Let me tell you a story. And how much fun hockey players are, how classy the Wurtzes are and McDonough and everything else. On Saturday night, my son happens to be downtown. He walks into Which joint? a place, I'm going to tell you a story, a place called the Manor. Yeah. Okay, now, he's standing there, it's midnight, and who walks in? Duncan Keith, Brian, uh, uh, Duncan Keith, Seabrook, Taze. Brian Campbell. Brian Campbell. Boland, uh, the whole whole team I should accept, I can give you the accept, Madden, uh, Bufflin, and a few others, the, the coaches. Now, he said it's a very small place, I've never seen it. He, he was uh, he was jizzing on himself. Now, here here's the point I'm making about classy hockey players, the way it should be, the way why they're raised right, okay? He's standing there, he looks at Duncan Keith, who's three, four feet from him, they're like in a little VIP area, he says, can I come up and sit with you guys? He goes, come on up here, kid. <laughs> Come on up here. True story. That is cool. Okay. He calls me up at 1.30 in the morning. The goddamn phone rang. 15, I, I, you know, until I got up and he goes, Dad, you won't believe it. I'm sitting down here. I'm chilling with Duncan Keith. I'm, I'm doing shots with Christopher Steak. I'm schmoozing with, with, and, and all Duncan Keith said, hey, kid, he said, you can hang in here with us. Just do me a favor. Don't talk to Brian Kane. And he says, he's freaking out by all the media attention. He's freaking out. But my point, my long-winded point is, that's the way it should be. They brought the cup. They included the fans. He said, Adam Birch was awesome. It just was. It was just so beautiful. All they've been doing is partying around the city. They're including the fans. This kid had the the. It was the coolest story. He was so excited. But my point is, why don't all these other athletes take a chapter out of that? Right, very very simple. Because other athletes are not raised in Flin Flon, Manitoba, and also Our, the rule of thumb with hockey players, especially with Canadian hockey players to a lesser degree, European hockey players, you don't brag about yourself. That's why traditionally hockey players are really not the world's greatest sound bites because they're they're so humble. It's always about the team. But that doesn't surprise me a bit that these guys hey, these guys are party animals. The day after the Blackhawks won the uh, playoffs, I run into Reed Simpson, former Blackhawk, mm-hmm. guy who made the rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on a cup team with the uh, the Jersey Devils. Well, you know, this is roughly 16 hours after the Blackhawks have knocked off Philadelphia. None of these guys have slept. What are they doing? They're drinking beer, then they're drinking Red Bull, then they're drinking beer, then they're drinking shots, then they're drinking Red Bull. They were on their way over to Tavern on Rush. Then they were going to they were going to go home for a nap about seven o'clock, and then get back together at ten and start the party all over again. And I'm thinking to myself, that isn't all that strange because I remember when I was 21 years old. I could drink until 5 o'clock well, in the these, morning. These are kids. Five, They're 22, six, 23, five, 25 years old guys. And then go over to like uh, like Oak Tree right, on, right. on Rush Street. Right, great joint. Go home, for, go home for a couple of hours. Right. And then if it was a college football day, 
go to a go to a gym mill about noon and start drinking and drink right through right. until four o'clock the following morning. Now, but the point I'm it's just and, and, and you're with me here. I mean, it's just it's just so great to see how they're sharing it with the fans. And you know, I, I know you know Mark Jean Greco well. I don't know him as well as you. I but absolutely I, adore him. But I do know that his sons and I played against my I, I, my son played against his boys a couple. He, he had a man and an older older kid. And he couldn't really come out and say it, but I know exactly what he was thinking when he was on the ice with the Hawks the night they won. How he did say, friends and family, friends and family, listen, how, look at these athletes. How different are they? What a different hockey yeah. breed. He said it five or six different times. Mm-hmm. I know what he's trying to say. And uh, he did say it in the best way he could. But what he's basically saying is this. The other guys I cover, for the, moral, for the most part, are jerks. That's right. Are jerks. Right. And it was just, it, and, and, and that's why doing doing he doing the Blackhawk Heritage series this year on ChicagoBlackhawks.com, sitting down with Murray Bannerman, sitting down with Tom Lysiak, sitting with Troy Murray, the nicest guys in the world. The they best. are so nice, and I'm I'm really proud of something. And I'm I, I I'm I don't know if this is a boast or not, but I've been invited to join the Blackhawk Alumni Association. Oh, that is a are you kidding? It's huge. And I'm thrilled. I am I'm just. It's absolutely huge. thrilled. It's huge. Really it's, it's huge. It's not boasting. It's a it's a nice achievement. Congrats. That's great. All right, here we, we go. Here right. we go. We're changing gears. Oh God. Yeah, no. but appear that Larry King is going to leave CNN. Hey, why don't you, why don't you old, audition? Ninety year old fossil will be seen next at Museum of <laughs> Museum of Science and Industry. The guy never spent any money on clothes. <laughs> Suspenders. The only thing I've ever heard about Larry King is during his days in Miami, he was the world's worst degenerate gambler. That's who true. Never paid off the books. That's true. And I hear he's a real Real, not 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 the nicest of guys, but I don't, we don't know. I don't I don't know him, so I can't say. I, 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 see, I, I see. I'm telling you, I don't know how he lasted all these years because his interview style is the most mundane, predictable, listless interview style. This side of Megan Mouse. Looks like he's got chopped liver in his mouth all the time. <laughs> All right. My brain fills must be sending Pinker, it down. that is a perfect lead into one. Okay. I know you are just I'm, going to learn. I'm going to spritz. Here we go. go ahead. Uh-huh. Uh, today we visit with our good friend, Dear Abby, who once again is wearing a hairstyle that was popular uh, just about the time that uh, June Cleaver was making hay and leave it to Beaver. And with that, Pinker has left the building. Here we go. The stretcher on the chair. I'm going to lean back on this sucker. It's going. Go ahead. <laughs> Dear Abby. Dear Dr. Pinker. Yeah. A close friend in our social group, Reed, has been in and out of rehab for alcohol problems. We have all been there to offer moral support, including him in golf outings, barbecues, etc. Now he is lecturing us about the dangers of drinking. We are social drinkers and professional people. Some of us don't drink. Others are on call and can't. It isn't like we're lying around getting drunk as uh, skunks. Mm-hmm. Reed has no family here. We love him dearly and don't want to exclude him, but he's starting to make people feel uncomfortable. How should we handle this? Signed... No lectures in Florida. <laughs> oh, so what's so what's Reed doing? He likes to hit the bottles. Well, no, Reed, Reed's a reformed drunk who's making life miserable for everybody else. Oh, so what? So what? So it's, it's a problem. Well, I'm a reformed drunk, and I don't make anybody's life miserable. You want to hear? My, you know what I would do with him? You should tell you what I would do. I'd spike the I'd spike the cookies or <laughs> spike the cake. Get him hammered. That's what I would do. Son of a bitch. I'm messing around with me. I'd say, you want to be reformed? Yeah. Or give me some, you know, give me, you know, like they have, the, they have, remember, like brandy ice, or you serve some ice cream, throw some brandy ice in there, put a little brandy in there, mix it up with sherbet, and get him hammered. That's what I would do. Get, you know, get I, 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 I just don't like the fact that we see this all the time. With, reformed whores, reformed smokers. With, 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 with alcoholics and yeah. with smokers. How, I know, they, I know. how they all of a sudden become messiahs where they have to save the entire human race. That's how I'm going to be with my weight. 
sir? Do you have to put all the grits uh, on your plate? <laughs> yeah, sir, sir, really. Are the mashed potatoes good for your uh, good for your digestive system? Are you are, are you unhappy with yourself, sir? Are you eating out of emotion? Why are you eating so many peanuts at the ball game? Is it a Cubs that upsetting? I'll to give you? an example. Yes, the new topic. How I eat. You know, no diet coke. The new diet coke. The, no diet the coke. new diet. I'm at Carmichael's Saturday night. All right, having a rollicking good time. Mm. Who shows up with a party of fifteen friends and family? Our old buddy Ozzy Gian. Mm. Who and and watching Ozzy is a, is a blast. You know why? Because you can tell every moment of the freaking day he is just living. Life. He's living large. I he love Ozzy. Living. He life. doesn't care. Get a filet mignon. Mm-hmm. Babe, I'm with. We split it. Red meat. We get a baked potato. Yeah. We split it. Nice. I have about three bites. Okay. No bread. Good boy. A couple of shrimp. Okay. With very, just a very limited amount of sauce. Not kosher. And I noticed that the. Um, uh, the shrimp was not covered with BP oil, okay. which was very encouraging. All right. Hey, by the way, you know what? I say we burn BP. <laughs> I agree with you. They're killing this country. You look at Florida and, and, and on the coast of uh, the coast down in Texas. The, the, the real estate's bad. That enough. that region in our lifetime is never going to be the same. Never. So go ahead, continue. Let's stay on a, a positive note to Carmichael. So someone trying to sabotage you? Is this your point or what? No, no. What I'm saying is, I I, I have changed. I have changed my lifestyle habits as regard right as regards diet. Good. But do I preach about it? No, of course. No, I don't either. No, Mm-mm. can't. Yeah, we, wait, you you preach about it all the time. You go to that crazy website, what is it? Have you looked at yourself naked in the last two years? Have you looked, com? It's the name of the trainer. Have you seen yourself naked lately? Dot com. I don't preach on it. I just happen to mention it once in a while on my, uh, how often have I met Facebook? Two or three times. I don't get crazy with it. But I will say this to you, and I know, and you will agree with this. When you see other people, and this was me for years, so I'm not, look, I'm, it's still a big, uh, it's a big, it's a big, still a big problem for me. I have, I have a lot of, have to have a lot of discipline. Like when I was at that party oh, thing brother. on Tuesday, and the guy is piling with burgers and, and 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 all that crap and all the spare ribs and stuff, and eats like a cow, and then it's and then he can't, he's got to just kind of waddle over to the stadium. <laughs> it's a crappy feeling. I actually feel sorry for the guy. I do. It's a crummy way to live. It really is. You're insane. All right. So much for the sermon. Uh, this concludes our edition of. You want uh, a sermon? I'll give you a sermon. Of. Um, Unscri- oh, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. <laughs> we got to talk about the chicks, though. You got well, well, okay. Next time around, we'll talk about the chicks. You always, you, you know, a friend. You know, of it's ours, not like the end of the world today. We're just, we're just. Who did you take out uh, to, to Carmen? Wasn't if this was your former girlfriend, you're gonna, you're gonna die on the vine. You know, that's that's to be determined. The next time we get together, right here on Unscripted All in right. Your Face, Let's... brought to you by our marvelous friends at American Taxi Picker. Yeah, yes, I know. Uh, go, oh, you want me to talk about how great American Taxi is? Yeah, that, that would be nice. Okay, as a matter of fact, the the. I almost call her the old lady. It's okay. She <laughs> the old lady, the hell with it. I got in try. Did you like my story last week about going to Starbucks? On uh, here's my. She doesn't listen to the podcast, but someone tells her, "Hey, Kathy, it's great. Jeff is at the Starbucks. Why well, you supposed to be in therapy?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, "I don't know what the hell he's talking. I don't know what he's talking about, baby." But anyways, American Taxi, your taxi needs for your suburban nights out there. My wife went on there yesterday. She took a uh, nice plane ride. To North Carolina. In other words, you're uh, you're doing the bachelor parade. I love it. Me and the two, the two dogs. My son is home as well, but boy, he's a guy. So he we're we're, uh, we're living life large. But really, the, the point. Why don't you take your son tonight to Pottawatomie up in Milwaukee and gamble for a couple hours? I'd be good. I like that. Yeah, All man. right. You want to come with us? Yeah. Are you a gambler? Yep. <laughs> come on, are you kidding? <laughs> you're degenerate. I knew what a parlay. I knew what a parlay card was before I knew the alphabet. And that wraps up this edition of uh, Unscripted and in Your Face for. Uh, 
My good friend uh, Jeff Big Pink Pinker. Getting a little. By the way, uh, uh, go online and uh, <laughs> type in pinkerwardrobe.com so that you too may buy a, a custom-made Melrose Park all mafia all the time shirt as worn exclusively by the Pinker. And our good friend, our tech operator, Mr. Dan Levy. This is Copic Singer. Arrivederci. We're out of here. So long, everybody.